and welcome to the Phantom Hour Radio Show on OWU Radio The Line. I'm your host, Daniel rodriguez Ijo, a.k.a. Danny, and here with me is my partner in crime, Jacob Bosco. Danny, I don't know if you're aware of this, but this is a historical episode. Oh, it is. Because in the first time for the running of this show, I'm the one with the show notes today. Yeah. Jacob is taking up the baton today. Yeah. And so, what do you have for us today, Jacob? Well, today's episode, uh, I'm just going to bounce some hypothetical slash would you rather questions. Okay. And we're going to talk about our answers, and we'll see where we agree, where we differ, and I figure it would be a pretty interesting episode. Sounds good to me. Fire them off. Well, I would just like to say, before we start, yes, this was a lot harder to get together than I originally thought. Yeah. Because... Most of the would you rather que- I sh- I shifted through I kid you not hundreds of would you rather questions for this yeah and that's not because I was really dedicated to this episode and wanted it to be super good but because most of them just suck <laughs> okay like a lot of them have like clear straightforward answers like I wrote down an example of a bad one which is would you rather be able to speak to animals or speak all human languages I don't know about you but to me. There's a very clear, practical answer to that one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess it depends on, on what you plan on doing with yourself, but... Uh, but at the same time, like, okay, what's what's Fido going to tell me, you know, yeah. in comparison to, oh, I can actually move to any country I want now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also true. Also true. So it's like, I, I tried to pick the best ones that I could. That were, like, not a clear, actual answer. Yeah, ones that would facilitate discussion. I like I that. And some of them are, like, you know, the cheesy, fun ones, but I kind of yeah. wanted to... You know, it's a radio show. We got to talk. You know? Oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right. Fire him off, Jacob. All right. So starting with the first one, Danny, would you rather travel into the past to meet your ancestors or travel into the future to meet your great grandchildren? Um, this is a, this is a good question. I, uh, I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Definitely not the future because, um, you know, this whole uh, climate change thing is happening, then uh, there's not going to be a future. So, well, I mean, if you, if, you have, <laughs> if you have great grandchildren, chances are there's a future. You know what I mean? True. Okay. All right. All right. So, either way, I'd still probably say the past, just so I could see. I don't know much about like my family history. Mm. Um, there's a lot of like discussion within the family of of what's happened. Um, but but I just think it would be it would be neat to actually know and be able to see how they were, especially because my family is so diverse. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jacob? Um, I would say probably the same. Yeah. Um, probably for the same reasons too. Like I don't know, like I don't know too too much about my family history, and I feel yeah. like it'd be really cool to just go back and be like, hey, mm-hmm. who are you people, and mm-hmm. how are you related to me? Yeah. You know, and I I know um, like the the extent that I know is my great-great-grandmother, I believe, came over from Ireland. Yeah. And um, my grandma talks about her experiences with her uh, sometimes, and yeah. I just think it's really interesting. I would like to have met her, to okay. be honest. And you wonder about why, why did we, why did you come here? You know, mm-hmm. why am I here right now? Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, there you go. That's like a, a whole family origin story right there. How the Bosco family came to be. Well, that's the other thing, too, is actually, I don't know a lot about my dad's side, yeah. which is the Bosco side. Mm-hmm. And I'd kind of like to know a little bit more about that if I could. So, okay. for me, it would just be more interesting. And plus, if they're my great-great-grandkids, 
with modern medicine, odds are I might live long enough to see them anyway. Yeah, you're probably going to be there anyway. So. so, I mean, you know. You can never go back to the past, but the future is still yet to come. Yeah, know? I'll just get there the long way. Just get there. <laughs> you're in for the long run, Jacob. I'm in for the long run. All right. All right, next question. Danny, would you rather have a pause button for life or a rewind button? <laughs> oh, Jacob. All right. So... One of my one of my personal philosophies All right. is to not be ashamed of your past. Always make sure it's out there. Um, not necessarily out there like, oh yeah, here, Facebook just got sad today. <laughs> like I, I not that, but you you know what I mean? Like just I don't know, I don't have that many secrets and that's by design. I just don't like having skeletons in the closet. However, I would always like more time to consider or to kind of judge my situation or my circumstances. Because I think then I could be more informed. If I could just be like, all right, hold on, pause. What the heck is happening? That's that's actually a pretty interesting um, thought about it. Yeah. I kind of, I took the, re the whole rewind thing is a bit differently. Okay, okay. Uh, I thought of it in the context of you're just having like a really off day. Yeah, and then you see your girlfriend like, "Wow, you look really fat today." Oh, and then wow. you re and you realize that was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> yeah, you just was a passing in like, oh, sh oh shoot! <laughs> and then you rewind like, actually, <laughs> that's the context I was thinking of it. Not like I didn't get as deep as you. Oh, I'm sorry, that sorry. No, it's fine. Gosh, just <laughs> for the times <laughs> like, you for the you times to you just say the wrong thing, Gosh. and you could just go back. Um, Jacob, are you speak? Are you uh, are you speaking from experience with this? Did no, you thankfully no. But like, <laughs> your mind said, if? "Hey, girl, you're fine." Your mouth <laughs> said, "Hey, girl, uh, uh." <laughs> hey, girl, you're fine, but the scale said no. <laughs> oh no. no. But um, yeah. So you'd go with? Uh, would you go with the pause button or the? I would go with pause button. I like I like to be in control. That's I, weird. <laughs> I would go with I'd go with pause too because I always I like the idea of being able to just stop time. Stop time. I yeah. think that's just a cool superpower in general. Yeah. Again, it's like oh, let's say I can sleep in later because like oh, mm -hmm. it's like a minute until class starts. Yeah. Boop, and then Boop. I can have all the time in the world to just get ready. Yeah. But then you get into like some weird relativity stuff where like you're still technically aging, but the world around you isn't. Mm -hmm. So you have to be sure to not use it too much. To, for too long, I'd say, yeah. is probably the, like, maybe a couple seconds or a minute at most. Well, and hear me out. Let's say one day I'm president, or one day I'm in a powerful position, mm -hmm. and you know, someone's someone's got their little scope on me, and they're about ready to end my presidency. But <laughs> hold up, and I see them right before, right before they pull that fateful trigger. I click pause. Take two steps to the right. Take two steps to the right, and vice president is out. But I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get him out of the way. <laughs> but, yeah, so it has a practical purpose, you know? Like Yeah, it's and, and I mean It's like a movie about this pause man. What was it? Was it click? Adam's click? Hand? Oh god. No, I think that's more of the reverse thing though, I think. I thought I think the movie had both. Had both. It might have had both. I, mean, I don't know. I haven't Adam... actually disclaimer, I haven't actually seen many Adam Sandler movies. That's a sin. <laughs> Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but um Yes, I think it's safe to say we're both on pause on this one. Okay, okay. So, Danny, you brought up the topic of being a world leader. Yes. My uh, Another question, coincidentally, that I happen to have written down here oh, shoot. is if you were 
if you took over the world, if you were Dictator Danny, Dictator Danny, oof. what is one, we... <laughs> what is get that on a t-shirt? What is um what is one law? It could be as absurd as you want that oh, you would put into place. Oof. It could be for oof. literally anything. For literally anything. And you control the world, Danny. You have perfect control. Anything you say will be carried about carried out as efficiently as is possible. Um, what what do you do with this power? Make hydro flasks illegal. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I I really I have a thing about. I have a thing with ignorance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess better education. System. Better education system. Yeah, because <laughs> like if you That's... some some people, I tell you, it's pretty. Uh... It's pretty benevolent of you, actually. But but hear me out. See, I I'm I would be a dictator for the people. Okay, it's kind of you know. <laughs> that's what they all say. That's what they I'm all sure. say. Yeah, I mean, you know why dictatorships haven't worked? Because no one's done true dictatorships <laughs> in practice. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Sounds God. familiar, Jacob. Um, <laughs> oh man, uh, just a, a brilliant idea just hasn't been put in place correctly. You know. Um, okay. But I would be a dictator for the people, better education, and I don't get to hear ignorance as often. <laughs> That's very noble of you. Oh, well, thank you. That's I try very, very selfless. Uh, uh, when I answered this question, it was yes. very different from yours. So Oof. I have I'm ready, Jacob. one of my biggest pet peeves yes. uh, of all time is people who litter. Okay. So my <laughs> the rule I would put in place is more severe punishments for littering. Like, okay. Like, as in, you lose your hands. Oh! If you litter. It bothers me that much. The poor amputee man that goes to try and wipe his face off with a paper towel, using his elbow, drops the paper towel. Well, (laughs) Well, you gotta lose that. You can't can't throw trash out of your window if you don't have any arms. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not like you have to have hands to drive, (laughs) Jacob. Use your feet. Just use your knees. Yeah, yeah. perfectly fine. Use your toes to like, grip the wheel. <laughs> to grip the wheel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, maybe maybe I wouldn't go like that serious with that's it. Serious. Like you lose your hands, yeah. but like I would definitely, I'd I'd have people be a bit more on top of that because that is something that just like really bothers me. Yeah. Because we already live in like a world with a lot of like complicated climate issues, and you're really, you're not true. helping by throwing your Reese's wrapper just in the on the ground. No. Okay. Even if it's just like on someone's lawn and you know, like in the woods or something, it's still just like you know. Yeah. Pick, pick up your tr- You can carry it the extra six steps to the trash can that's yeah. literally right there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think. I think. I mean, I definitely agree with you because there is just. It's almost like laziness. It's all. It's not even like laziness though. It's almost like people go out of their way to avoid the trash can. Yeah, exactly. Like I. Okay, so back home, yes. uh, I like to walk around like the my high school area a lot because it's, it's a pleasant area of town. Okay. And. I swear to you, Danny, <laughs> I swear to you, my high school yes. has maybe like 10, 15 trash cans just all over, right? Okay. Yeah. Because like, just picture like it's a huge like square at the end of the high school, all around that like, sidewalk square, there are trash cans. Okay. People still just toss their trash on the ground right next to the trash can. That's they don't awful. even bother throwing it in. Oh my it's, lord. And, like, sometimes it's not even just, like, the spare wrapper. It's, like, a whole McDonald's meal. Oh, my god! That they just throw in the street. Or, like, a whole, like, pizza box. So just, like, get 
carried away by the wind. Oh it God. it really bothers me so I, much. I can imagine. I can imagine. So that's so, so that that's that's why I need to. I just, you, you gotta lose your hands, man. Jacob, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that that may or may not frustrate you. So, uh, for for our listeners, we live in a building called Stuyvesant Hall. Mm-hmm. As I was exiting Stuyvesant Hall, I believe yesterday morning. Uh, we have a trash can right outside the door for those that don't want us to litter. Said trash can was completely knocked over with all the trash spilling out of it oh so conveniently. I hate that. Like, knocked over, not by wind. Not by wind, because there's a perfectly good uh, Chick-fil-A sandwich box still on the same place it's been on the ground for the past three days. But the trash can was knocked over. So someone got really mad and said, you know what? Screw littering. We're littering some more. I hate that. I really hate that. <laughs> Just oh my gosh. Gosh. Drives me. Okay. We gotta we gotta change gears here. Because otherwise gears. we're just gonna talk about littering all night. <laughs> we're just gonna be like, and all I'm right, not, well, and I'm not gonna have a good time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um wanna have a bad time, Jacob. Bad time. Bad time. Um okay, so next question. All right. If computers were never invented, would the world be a better place? Oof. Oof. I'm gonna I will argue no. It would be yeah. a worse place without them. Yeah. Because they do so much today that we never would have thought possible back then. And I think True. they make, like, met, there have been a lot of medical advancements thanks to computers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our military, our law enforcement is a lot better thanks to computers. Mm-hmm. Um, the economy, obviously. Yeah. You don't have people, human error crunching numbers that much anymore. Which is true. I, I mean... And I think it really... I think it boils down to what you what the question means by a better place. Mm-hmm. Better as in we all talk to each other more. Because that truly doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Or or as in like, you know, like I was saying, like just general overall. Yeah. Like does society function better, which I think it does. Yeah, I think I mean and and it's always gonna be a double edged sword because mm-hmm. whenever you have two different people just come in contact with each other that's going to be that that's a variable it could be a good contact or it could be a bad contact no, i don't and want I, a bad contact you don't want a bad contact but like you know so i think and i think it also depends on the type of society because societies all around the world are different however we've all kind of moved to the idea of big groups of people if it was more um if societies were more spread out like Say we didn't have like these big metropolitan areas or, or big cities or anything. You just have sort of like, I don't know, this is going to sound really weird, but like over the span of land on the United, uh, not just the United States, but the entirety of Earth. Okay. And you have like little, like say villages of like maybe a couple hundred or whatever, which the, none of this is realistic. Yeah, no, no. But if you, or even like a small little island of people, of a couple hundred people. Yeah. I don't think they need technology because I think they need to focus on each other in order to survive. Survive. I don't. I don't think that would help them. However, we do have a lot of we do have computers to thank for a lot of the knowledge we have today. So, I I think it's it's a double edged sword. Overall, I think society is better for it, especially how society's functions now. Um, but it's one of those things, you know, because like like you mentioned about us all talking to each other, like. There's more communication occurring, but I think there's less heart-to-heart. Yeah. So I I think that's when you start getting the stuff of, like, um, people not maybe being as social or, or, um, you know, whatever it may be. 
Um, so I, th I think I think you know, I, we have we have computers to thank for a lot of our medical advancements, and I'm gonna say, uh, yes. So <laughs> yeah, so. Long-winded answer. Yes. I know. So, bringing it back to something you were talking about earlier, another question I have here is: Would the world be a better place if all countries in the world were united on a single giant landmass, like just one big supercontinent? We're all back together. It's Pangaea two, electric boogaloo. <laughs> Are we a better Earth as a result of this? No. Agreed. No. Absolutely no. Listen. Yeah. The reason. <laughs> like and, and 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 this is gonna get some into some dark humor, so I apologize. But like, when it comes to water separating us, thank the Lord, because some some groups of people would just butt heads consistently. This is true. This is historically. This is true. This is historically. This is true. Like okay. Like let's take for example, like in World War. So World War Two. Okay, for the you know, uh, for like for example, the tragedy at Pearl Harbor. It took Japan flying across an entire ocean to get there. And, and it took time. It took coordination. It also may have bought some more time. However, if they were just if they right, were right next, they could just slingshot some stuff. Over there. Oh, all done. <laughs> slingshot. <laughs> slingshot a whole airplane. A whole airplane. Or just walk over. I don't know. Just toss it over. Just walk over. <laughs> top the fence. But, but it gives, I think it gives people breathing room because, like, even studies show the moment you have like high concentration of people especially very different people such as very different cultures or very different types of lifestyles that's when you start occurring tension yeah that, that's why that's why <laughs> all of europe has been consistently tearing itself apart for all of history exactly because it's all it's all a bunch of different groups of people in one continent and they don't like each other no they don't so yeah i think that's that's <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer oh thank you jacob i'm glad do i do have an a you have an A+. Plus. Have an a a plus, plus for me, buddy. Now, Danny, would you rather date a mermaid or a centaur? Oh, wow. We're, get, we're getting into... This is a silly question, but oh. I figured we have we need at least one mermaid silly Mermaid or a centaur? Well, probably not a mermaid, because then we'd only be able to meet upon beaches. And You don't like beaches? Not that I don't like beaches. I just don't care for sand. Oh, by the way, she'd dry out and or I'd drown. I don't like sand. I don't it's like horse and rocks. Horse and rocks. <laughs> but like Star Wars. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was the joke, Jacob. I, I the listeners joke. might not know Danny. Oh, okay. Star Wars exists. Um, hence the joke. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, no, I, I I think, but a centaur like they're just it's, it's they're oddly shaped. I don't. They're oddly shaped and very tall. And Jacob, I, I don't I don't want to start judging you or your preferences, but. That's a very interesting silhouette. Like, I mean, and to be fair, centaur, like, you you not only have a girlfriend at that point, you also have a mode of transportation. A mode of transportation. You just get along there, and you're headed for the hills. You know, I I I find I find transportation very attractive in a woman, especially when she has hopes. It's good to know you're a practical man, David. Yes, thank you, Jacob. I'm a civilized man. So I take it your answer is centaur, then? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were kind of beating around the question a little bit. I didn't want to answer that question. <laughs> too bad. This, Danny, this is the episode where we ask the hard questions. We ask the hard questions. The hard questions. We always ask the hard questions, Jacob. 
However, I will avoid that question. <laughs> no, <Right>. Jacob. <laughs> Mermaid or centaur? <laughs> Probably centaur for the same reason. It's more. It's more practical. There's more freedom in what where you can go and what you can do. Yeah, I mean, it's like the question that that guys always ask each other regarding women: um, hooves or shells. Continue, Jacob. <laughs> All right, Danny. Reverse mermaid or reverse centaur? <laughs> oh no. no, no. But seriously, next next, next question. question. <laughs> okay, Danny. Let's say you. Let's say you died. Oh, right. God. Let's say you died, but all right. But you were a ghost. All right. Keeping that in mind. Okay. Would I'm you be ghost. more upset if nobody showed up to your wedding or to your funeral? Oh. Oh. I mean, okay. We're gonna get cynical here. Go when it, it comes when it comes to the wedding, like that's a very that's one of the most important parts of your life mm. of your living life. And I feel like there's more, there's more uh, sentiment to go into someone's wedding and be like, celebrating them. This is the best day of your life. Congrats. You know, all that. And, but if you don't come to the wedding, then I'm like, oh, what the heck? Why, why don't you want to celebrate me? Like, not to be selfish, but like, come on, I celebrate you guys. Come celebrate me. It, it, yeah. Now, that being said, I... I don't know, I guess I was a ghost and I look at my funeral and there's like one person there like with a kazoo or something that's like flowers <laughs> on my casket. Maybe maybe it's I'll the be clown. sad. The clown you hired. It's the clown I hired. <laughs> I want I don't want my my funeral to be a sad thing. I want it I want it to be a party. Um No, I don't But like okay, but in the same vein that you were talking about, like you want vein. you'd want people to be there for your wedding because oh it's it's to celebrate you. Yeah. If I feel like if no one shows up to your funeral, right? Then you messed up somewhere in there. Yeah, like either you messed up or like do people did people really not appreciate you enough when you were alive to not even show up now to say like a final goodbye? See, that's true because if they come for the wedding, they could be coming for the free cake. Exactly. Or if they come to the funeral, they could be coming for the jar of sand. <laughs> I, know. I don't know what you're having at your funeral, but, anyway, so. but you know, whatever floats your boat, I guess. I don't like Sam Jenkins. <laughs> All right, so you say what? I I would say personally, I would say funeral. You would say funeral. I, I would be more upset by the funeral because you know. You can have multiple weddings throughout your lifetime, but okay. you, but a funeral is a one-time thing, and I feel like people who show. Hang on. I feel like people who show up to your funeral are there because they appreciated you. They appreciated you. They're going to miss you. They want to pay a final respect, a final goodbye. They're yeah. not getting a free bag of sand. Like, you know, it's you know, it's just to be fair. The joke was that yeah. multiple people would not be getting the bag of <laughs> sand. Jacob. I know, I know that was the joke. Continue, but but yeah, I would be more upset at the funeral thing because then it feels like well, my life was wasted because I didn't make a connection strong enough for people to care once I was gone. Yeah, I and, guess that's that, true. I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely, like, that's a good answer, because, I guess it, like you said, you know, just want to have another wedding, just get a divorce. I mean, it's not that hard. Just go to court, guys. Just, just get a divorce. Get it's a divorce. not hard. Yeah, it's just... Alimony? What's that? What's that? Just get married again! Ah! <laughs> it's a long-winded way of renewing your vow. Yeah, exactly. But um, Gosh. but yeah, that that would be my answer. Okay, okay. So next question. Oh, I'm feeling good. Would you rather end all war or world hunger? Oh God. 
Now, I am going to give a controversial answer. And I'll, I'll go first, since you have to think about yours, apparently. Okay. I would end hunger, but not war. And here's why. So, objectively, war is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Can we agree on that? Objectively, war is bad. Yes. <laughs> but there are certain cases where it's not bad. And it could be, dare I say, good. Oh, 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 oh. And hear me out. I'm hearing right? you out. I'm hearing you out. No judge. So when a lot of people think of war, the first, obviously the first thing that pops in their head is people just like killing each other in the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Oh, why are pointless scraps on this blue ball of earth? Woe is humanity. But, mm-hmm. but, uh, what a lot of people don't really recognize is during times of extreme war, what we also see in certain countries is economic growth. And we get new jobs, and yeah, that's true. Stuff does get better. It's like how World War Two was bad, but it pulled America kind of out of the depression. Which, yeah, I mean, I guess. And a lot of countries, um, you know, who are fighting wars and they have this increased economic prosperity, you know, they do pretty well for themselves. So I feel like war has that like sort of bittersweet benefit to it that something that world hunger just doesn't. Yeah, you know, because and I. <clears throat> World hunger, people are starving. Where's the upside? There is no upside. Upside in war, production, jobs, you know, economic growth, that sort of thing. That's true. So I feel like as bad of a thing as war is, compared to you know, kids starving on the streets, it's not quite as bad. Although, I mean, but then you also it, have casualties, though. You have casualties in world hunger, too. But hear me out. You feed the people that are <laughs> yeah. fighting, and they're gonna keep fighting. The moment you you hit them in the sternum with world hunger, and you say, "But no more war," then people have to start. That, 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 so my opinion. So so I I understand your 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 idea of um, end world hunger, and then war will just solve our problems. Okay. Well, um, well, not not that not, it'll solve our problems. Let's not muddle words. Let's not muddle our words. War is bad, War but is it's bad. not. But I don't think it's as bad. Okay. Okay. In perspective, yeah. In perspective, I personally would say that if we ended war, okay, because I my, my my opinion is the moment you start giving people giving everyone the food, then um, it gives enough people enough strive to keep fighting. The moment you start letting the people kind of... It's kind of like you give people an inch, they'll walk all over you type thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like the moment you kind of let people... Uh, I'm trying to use a good phrase for this. The moment you let people kind of dig their own hole, then then they have to figure out a way of getting out of it. You know what I mean? Well, let's, let's, say, it's, let's say it's world hunger, but as a result of something that wasn't your fault like let's say you just live in a very arid environment which is true whether you just have a lot of droughts like is it my fault that i chose to live in a place like this probably but i can't change the weather and exactly and i'm not necessarily talking like you know like you live in the middle of nevada and you have like one store in the whole state i'm not i'm not i'm not talking about like specifically a person as a person i'm saying you as in uh like country-wise so okay now that we've stopped war, now we can try and start working together and just don't tread on me, I won't tread on you, and we get some fair trade. Because you see how, how well that's worked out in the past. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Um, I feel like once you stopped war, then you can work towards war, uh, world 
Uh, One two-step war, you can work. <laughs> you can work towards war. You can work towards uh, ending world hunger. You know, mm-hmm. but that's just a theory. And continue. Okay. <laughs> so next question. On. All right. If animals could talk, oh no, would you still eat meat? Oh. Oh. I mean. So I feel like I, I we have to question. Yeah. God. Yeah, I know. Where the heck did we, you get this off of PETA's website? <laughs> <laughs> but um so we really this really sort of highlights um like eating meat being kind of a moral issue in a way. Okay. Yeah. Personally I eat meat. I'm not like vegan vegetarian or anything like that. But yeah. you know, it does raise the question of like, you know, the way that we sort of have industrialized mass slaughter of living beings for yeah. our benefit like yeah if they could talk i feel like that would and i like i'm already kind of like fringe about it where it's like okay i don't like the fact that the how things are but i can mm. i can just barely live with myself through it yeah. i feel like the second they become intelligent enough to start talking is when i have to like you know pull out hard on this decision you know because then it's like you can they can be reasoned with yeah, I mean, then we talk about the whole world hunger crises, like, like you, like, which is where I kind of draw the line. It's kind of like, at some point, you gotta start defending for yourself, I guess, defending for yourself. So, so your your thing is like, you know, I don't care if this thing can talk; it's tasty. I mean, okay, okay. <laughs> like that, that's probably it. that's that's a pretty big misrepresentation of your argument. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you know, so okay, so like. With the whole, I don't know, with the whole thing of, you know, where in, like, say, the political climate right now, which is, like, we need to end some of our meat production and all that stuff, because it's not like people don't have food, but that's besides the points. Cows fart, uh, so let's stop having cows. (laughs) Anyways, regarding meat, I, I just, I guess it just, I put in the perspective of, okay, say this crab can talk. Okay. Okay. That's cool. What can they (laughs) (laughs) meet? Because, like, what, what, how are you going to integrate? We can barely integrate ourselves as human beings. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that just because they talk, we have to, like, give them voting rights. (laughs) I am, I'm just saying. (laughs) If they could just leave peacefully, like, here's the pigs, hey, oh, hi, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if they talk, it adds an extra level of sentience to them. Yeah. That I think warrants at least rethinking yeah. whether or not we should like eat meat. And I'm not saying we wouldn't, I don't think, have to cut it out entirely. Because yeah. I presumably they'd still be eating each other and they wouldn't care. Yeah, I guess we'd have to take a uh yeah, like a play from their playbook. Yeah. But I think more that we have we would have a moral responsibility to at the very least cut down. Yeah. That's what I would say. Well, which, I mean, it puts in the perspective of, like, you know, do you view mass production of meat as immoral, or do you view it as just the sort next of step. the next step? I mean, with hunting, I mean, we always hunted in large quantities. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how it's been. Now, instead of finding animals in their adulthood, we just breed animals. Okay, here's the meat. Which, I mean, puts it into another thing. So... That's an interest. That's a very interesting question, Jacob, and I feel like I cannot answer that without coming across as a butt. 
That's that's <laughs> totally fair. That is totally fair. So I don't know. I I guess if we start putting little tags and say, uh, you know, like for ground beef. Hi, my name was Cody. Uh, no, enjoy me. I, I no. think it'd be like the Coke bottles. You know what I mean? I get uh, share would, a Coke with Cody. Danny, that would break my heart. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That'd break my heart. <laughs> oh no. I'd I'd rather I'd rather have it be like less personal than that. It'd be like those uh, kids cones with a little uh, candy dot. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no more. Yeah, let's continue. No that more. was bad. Alright, moving on, Jacob. Oh my gosh. Okay. Danny, uh, next question. If you found out that the entire world, nay, the universe, nay, the universe, was just a simulation, Oof. how would you change how you act? Okay, so really, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. because whether or not, so if we if we take take the idea that that this is all a simulation, not just some sort of living thing, which then gets into the question of what quantifies living and what quantifies not real, does computerized and simulations quantify as not real? Because this feels awful real to me. If 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 we were to say and assume that this is a simulation, I would not change personally how I act because it's still going to affect me. It's mm. still gonna affect. It's kind of like how people's like. Um, so just just because you find out that this is how the world works doesn't change the world itself. Yeah, it doesn't change your interaction with the world. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's kind of like say I guess it's kind of like how you would see religion. One person has a specific religious view, and you uh, are then introduced to someone else who has a different religious view. No matter what your religious view is, does not change how the world works. You know. So it's I, just I, our our immediate um, our immediate relationship with each other. Well, I feel like with the religious example, that's more of a relative worldview, whereas this is more no, this is a simulation. This is a sim. Yeah, but I, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to process like if if no matter, I guess the reason I brought up the whole religious thing is like no matter how you. And I think, Jacob, I think your mic might have just went out. You want to speak real quick? Hello. So, Jacob, your mic went out. Um, so we are uh, 0 for 2 now. Uh, that's neat. It really is just us. It really is just us. I don't know what you're doing with that mic, Jacob, but you need to, need to settle down, apparently. Um, so it'll be... Apparently so, yeah. All right, we are back, and we are at full... <laughs> full working capacity, about halfway through our show. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Um... So I'm trying to think what the question was just now because I just uh, it was if if the world was a simulation. Okay, how would you change my my whole thing is no matter the reason I brought up the whole religion thing was kind of like um, if there's a god, you know how many gods, if there's not a god type thing, it doesn't change the reality and the objectiveness of um, our day to day interactions with people. You know what I mean? The, the actual reality of what it is, and and say it's a simulation. I personally would not change because. No matter, you know, no matter if I believe it's a simulation or if it ends up coming across as a simulation, it's still going to affect me the same way it does but now. Yeah. It's still going to affect, you know, my relationships with my relationships with other people and dynamics will still be the same. Yeah. And so if I were to act irate in response to all oh, the world's a simulation... I'm really just doing damage to myself. The world has, if the world is a simulation, it has always been a simulation. Therefore, why would I change? Yeah, like there wouldn't be a point. It's not like you could get out. Yeah. The only thing that changes is our knowledge of it, not our existence within it. 
True. All right. I see what you that's mean. What I, that's, what, that's the basis of my yeah. argument. What would you say, Jacob? Would you start bringing up a purge, saying, screw everything, nothing's real, let's go? So I'm going to answer that saying kind of. Kind of. Okay. And what I mean by that is, so like you, I don't think I would change very much mm-hmm. because, yo, know, yeah, the world's a simulation. What can I do about it? Yeah. But I feel like there would be a slight sense of liberation knowing that none of this was even real. So like, and here, here's what I mean by that. So let's say I wanted to open a business. Okay. But because starting a new small business is a bit of a risky venture and there are consequences to that, I might be a bit deterred from doing that. But if I were to find out, oh, the universe is just fake, and it's be like, well, okay, this is a bit of a risky venture, but you know, what's the point? You know, what's the point in me being afraid of this if the universe isn't even real? So it would kind of lessen the blow of consequence a bit. So I might be a bit more bold in my decision making. Because it's like, well, you know, if the world's fake, you know, long time hard consequences suddenly now don't seem so bad. Okay, well then what do you mean by like real or fake? Because well, say fake is in the world is like a simulation. So it's like I don't think how to describe this. Cause I because I guess I guess the where world, I'm it's like the world oh, no go ahead. Yeah, no. I, I guess I guess like because you say real or fake. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to kick you there, Jacob. Um like when you say real or fake, I don't know. What what would you quantify as real or fake? Because does would, it have to be organic to be real, or can it be... I'd quantify real as being not a simulation, <laughs> as just being okay. real life, whereas okay. fake being simulation. Okay. Uh, not, like, not, not, to, not to sound like a jerk about it, but that's how I'm using that's these terms. Using okay. But, you know, it's just something like, you know, if it's all just, like, controlled, then... Why should I have to worry? So, okay. So rather than... Okay, so it would change your world view, your worldview from being that us people are in control to being it's not really real and no matter what, things will always figure out its way because the computer... Well, not, not even that. It's just, it out? Not even that. It's just... It's more like... Okay, if I say the phrase real-world consequences... Yes. You... I'm sure you have an image in mind that those are hardcore nasty consequences you never want real world consequences right correct but this isn't the real world it's it's a fake world why should i be worried about consequences now but it's things, things might, it, it might it might affect me in in the virtual world and i'm not saying i'm, I'm not saying i'm gonna go out and like rob a bank or something yeah i'm yeah. just saying like okay if the world isn't real and my life theoretically isn't quite as you know, prone to damages as I may have thought. Okay. Why should I worry about, oh, but going to this place is going to cost a lot of money or starting this business is going to be pretty risky or something like that? Because it's like, all right, but the universe is fake anyway. Who cares? Okay. But then, okay, but then here's my question for you, Jacob. Okay. So with the whole real or fake thing and saying if it's fake, there's there's no real consequences because your life isn't real. Is your life fake just because your only existence is in the simulation, or is it real because you exist at all? It's it's real because I exist at all. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is like, it's kind of just it's. 
I mean, this it's is, like, is going to be a, this is a weird question. I'm yeah, not, I'm it's, not it's saying kinda like It's kind of like a, almost like nihilism in a way, you know, because like, oh, everything's pointless. You know, this is kind of more of an, yeah. this is more of an optimistic nihilism. It's like, hey, this is pointless. Let's all do fun stuff. I you know you, what I mean? I gotcha. Yeah. Like, let's all just enjoy ourselves now. Now that we know this doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that, I think, is the best okay. is the best way I can possibly is optimistic nihilism. Optimistic nihilism. So optimistic life has no consequences type thing. Yeah. With this. Okay. Get it. I get it. So you would you wouldn't really change or would you I, I wouldn't I wouldn't really change, but I might be inclined to do a bit more or... to have a, a bit more of an adventurous lifestyle. Adventurous. Okay. Okay. That makes that makes sense. I, I respect that. that yeah. makes sense. I think okay. I can. I'm just a little less adventurous. <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's fine. You don't have to change just because the world is fake. Um, so let's see. What's another good one that we could? Okay, Danny, if you could reincarnate as any animal, Oof. what would it be? See, I have to think about this because I have to think about how these animals not only live but die. Oh, that's a good point. Because I can't be like, oh, I'd like to be, you know, I don't know. A fish and swim in the streams all day, but then oh, by the way, I get caught by fishermen and get eaten. Or yeah. I am I would love to be a lobster because I have exoskeleton. Oh, by the way, I'm cooked alive. You know, like yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You have to think like what animal has the best quality? It's the best quality of, of life. life. I don't know. I well, if we're talking about best quality of life, best quality of life. Yeah, you'd want say a dog or a cat. Mm, yeah. That's true. Granted, you run the risk of an abusive owner. However, if true. we're talking strictly quality of life, I think those animals benefit the most. That's true. I'm trying to... I don't know, but then if you... But if you're more of like... I don't know. If you're more of like a whale, though, you kind of get to just swim around. So hear me out. You're okay, a big okay. whale. All right. I'm, right? A, I'm a big whale. You're a big whale, Jacob. And you're just swimming around. You're just minding your own business. And let's say some people are like, oh... We want you for your blubber. Um, I've been there personally. Uh, <laughs> um, but, oh, we want you for your blubber. And they start, like, attacking you. Not only do they have to get through the water, but with a single tail flip, all those people are gone. I mean, unless it's, like, a huge boat. Unless it's a huge boat. Ship, I should say. Ship. I mean, you know, have the Titanic just... You know, I mean, you're a whale. I don't know. Just call, call <laughs> it an iceberg or something. That's what happened in that movie. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know. I just I'm trying to think of something that's kind of like left alone for people. That's what I want to be. I want to be left Some, alone. Left people. alone. Okay. Because like as a person, I don't want to be messed with with by either like other animals or other things. I just want to be kind of let me do my own thing. If I want to, you know, interact, I will interact. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I so. would say for me, I'd go with probably like a bald eagle. A bald eagle. Because I it's an animal that okay. by law people can't mess with. That's true. And you get to just fly around all day and eat fish and have a pretty rad existence. And you're basically at the top of the food chain, so what's going to go after you, you know? Also true. I mean, the worst that could happen to you is you, you're you blinded and you fly into a wind turbine. Yeah, and I mean, that hasn't happened in my human life yet, so why should I assume that happens in my animal life? Exactly. I mean, just simple, simple things. But yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, and plus, your pictures plaster around everywhere. Yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty handsome. You're pre- pretty, <laughs> pretty handsome. handsome. Pretty handsome. You're looking kind of fresh, though. Ooh. Oh, call, call. Call, call. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, All right. What else do we got? All right, Danny, if you could learn any skill any with skill. no effort whatsoever, what would it be? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Um, 
So these are pretty hard because they're pretty like open, wide open ended. Yeah, I don't know. I guess just how to be prolific, like how to, I guess a skill being, um, how to create concrete ideas. Because mm. like some of my ideas are like, I have a concept. Now how do I do this concept? Because meanwhile, you have freaking Elon Musk just being like, "Hey, I have money and I have a sense of humor. Oh, here's a car; it drives itself. Why? Because I, I want it to." Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, we're introducing the boring company. We're gonna <laughs> dig a tunnel under dig a LA. tunnel, and after we dig that tunnel, we're gonna resell all the dirt that we dug out as bricks. Smart man. Smart man. I wish I was that smart. But you're not. But I'm not. <laughs> but you're not. You're a failure. Gosh. I mean, it sure beats paying 60000 a year to learn the skill. Anyways, Jacob, oh, what would you like to do? I personally like to learn how to blacksmith just because that's a personal just because that's a personal interest of mine. Okay. So 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 we have martial law. Okay. The United martial States law. United States citizens no longer have any form of firearm weapons for self-defense. It's come to me. It's come to you. Yeah, because I'll you just. You up. All right, hold on. Let me let me get this sword. Hold <laughs> right on. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I don't know. It's just a personal interest, and I feel like I can make money off of that. All right, people to do so. I mean, yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Okay, I like that. So you brought up uh, self-driving cars. Oh, That's an excellent Lord. segue I hate this. into this next question. Jacob, I'm done with this. <laughs> no, I, my segues are beautiful. Oh, okay. they're they're working all right. Stanny, if you could replace one industry with robots, what would it be? One industry with robots? Yeah. Oof. Oh. Uh, you want to go first with this? Because I I'm trying to not pick out specific examples because I don't want to call people out. <laughs> yeah. So naturally, um, when thinking about this, the first question that should pop in your head is, okay, what is the one industry that is plagued the most by human error. And I say that is public transportation. Alright. Alright. So this is where you get into the driving cars. Yeah, so like self-driving cars, buses, trains, planes, okay. you know. And it's and it's not I will I'll, I will concede to the fact that as of now, it's mm -hmm. not the perfect technology. Yeah. But if we're talking far enough ahead that we can entirely replace this with robots, Yeah, I think we'd be at a point where it would be in perfect working order. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I mean, definitely you could get it up to that point too yeah. with some refinement. And and I thought about things like, oh, what about like doctors or firemen that do have those human error elements? But those also benefit from, I think, a human touch and human creativity. Yeah, so because you if you just go by the pro quo a lot of, not a lot of times, but sometimes you have to be a little... Yeah, you have to sort of think on the fly, pro yeah, quo is not enough. Exactly. So I feel like, but public transportation is an easily repeatable, you yes. know, easily learnable thing. Yeah. It doesn't require a lot of on-the-fly thinking. Yeah. And it might result in you know, safer transportation for people, so... Which is true, which saves, saves a lot of money and insurance and, and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would love to see how... Something would happen if uh, self-driving uh, public transportation crashes into a private vehicle, and I want, who do they sue at that point? <laughs> Good question. People versus the people versus Tesla. Find um, out next time on the Phantom. Hour. On the Phantom. Um, okay, okay. Um, I guess the industry. I was going to be a joke, but since you brought something serious, I'm not going to be a joke. I was originally going to say because you said what what is an industry plagued by human error. 
And I was going to say sub, uh, sandwich sub creation. Okay, but that's actually good. No, no, <laughs> that's no, 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 that's no, a good hear idea. Me out. Okay, all but right. hear me out. All right, all right. Thank you for for your for your empty compliments, Jake. You're very I, welcome. I see how you are. I've got a lot of them. <laughs> but all right, so say you're in Subway, or um, <laughs> this would this has never happened. But say you're in one of our dining areas on campus, and mm-hmm. there's the sandwich section, and you go, "I want this nice, fancy schmancy BLT." And they make it perfectly fine, or they just make it crappily. Either way, you're like, okay, no matter how they make it, good or bad, they'll at least cut my sandwich. Yeah. And then they don't. That, I mean, very few things. That, that's enough to break a man, Jacob. It's, it's very... But it could be faster, I, too. <laughs> no, no. I I like it because I, yes. I understand it. Yes. But that is a very niche sort of. It's a very niche thing. We can we can we can. It's, it's a very up. particular complaint to have to replace an entire industry with robot. Subway. Just like, occasionally, occasionally people don't make my sandwich the way I like. We have to fire everybody and replace them with machines. Hear me because out. Machines. <laughs> They'll cut my sandwich. I, I'm not against it. I'm just slightly bad. I'm more than slightly baffled that that's what, that's what wanna, came to mind yeah, in the minute that it that that's what you'd want to like sink thousands, hundreds of millions of dollars into like seeing sandwich sub making. Come on, make it happen. I bet you don't have a segue with that one, Jacob. Believe it or not, I do. No, Danny. Yes. Would you rather know when you die or how you die? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. This is wow. clearly for the listeners in case they didn't understand me. Would you rather know when you die or how you die? Well, I guess this goes into the thing of if you know how you die, it's not gonna ch- you're not going to be able to change how you die. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but if you know when, you're just going to spend the rest of your life counting down the days. But if you know when, you can optimize your time. But, this is also true. So like, I put it into the perspective of, okay, like if a person says, okay, well, within your lifetime, uh, what do you want to do? And, okay, for example, me. In my lifetime, I want to graduate college. Um, that's more of a pipe dream. Uh, <laughs> graduate college, you know, get married, have a family, have a life, all that stuff uh, before I die. That, that's mainly my goals, and then other stuff will be side projects. Maybe I would, if I, if I didn't know how long I'm going to live, so I don't know how long I'm going to live. It's true. Then if I am more laxed on the whole concept, I might, you know, give everything just a little more time or whatnot. Or if I'm on the other spectrum, which is kind of like how I am, you know, kind of like if there's an opportunity, seize it, which is how I am. I feel like if you do know when you are going to die, then you can be like, optimize your time. So be like, okay, well, maybe this is more for a long-term thing, but you know who's not long-term? My lifetime. <laughs> so, we're doing this, 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 and that, getting this done. I feel like you could really optimize your time. Or you, even with that, I feel like you could appreciate your time better. If you knew, okay, this is my time, how do I make the most of it? It's true. You know? So, what what do you think, Jacob? Say, I, you I, die. <laughs> not yet. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, I I personally... So I'm the kind of person where if if there's some major, like, event coming okay. up, or yeah. if there's some, some event far into the future that I'm aware of, okay. I am the kind of person who will s- devote a small portion of their mind 
to counting down those days. So, mm -hmm. like, for instance, um, Thanksgiving break, which is the first time I'm going to be able to go home during the school year. Yes. I may not be as focused on now as I was, say, last year, but okay. I'm still mentally counting down those days because that's just how my mind works. Yeah. So if I knew when I was going to die, I would be the kind of person who would spend the rest of his life just with that knowledge just in the back of his head. Like 58 more days left. Exactly, yeah. And, That's true. And, and, and not only that, but I, you brought up, if you know when, you can optimize your time. Yeah. That's that's great if that works like for you. But for me personally, I don't like the idea of my life being so rigidly scheduled. Yeah. You know, I like... I. I would like to have at least the freedom to do what I want okay. when I want. Even if I know it's not going to be forever, yeah. and I know how it's going to end, I can at least appreciate what time I have, what unknown amount. And I respect that. And, yeah. and maybe knowing how I'll die is going to spur me along. Like, you know what? I know how I'm going to die, so let's live, you know? Wow. Jacob, that sounds like the end of a movie. Like, I know how I'm going to die. So let's live. Oh, let me write that down. Jacob Bosco, the movie. <laughs> oh, that, that's a boring movie. <laughs> Danny, okay. Yes, all right. So I guess, uh, how much time do we have? About five minutes? We uh, have, yeah, we do have about five minutes. Okay, so let me... Do you want to have another serious question or a fun question? Let's do a fun question. Let's, let's, let's end, right. let's let's end, end with some fun news. All right, Danny, if you could bring back any piece of historical fashion... And make it into a trend Ooh. today. What what would you do? Ooh, that's rough. Okay, first of all, I like to wear fedoras without um <laughs> without being <laughs> that guy. Without being that guy, milady. Um, oh, I don't know. I I don't know, Jacob. I feel like okay. I feel like bell bottoms need to come back. Bell bottoms. Bell bottoms. For unisex bell bottoms. Okay. That's an idea. I, I just I think I think they're for you know like for, for both male and female. I think I think just being able to fit people well, if they just have that little extra oomph at the bottom right by your shoes. Because there's there's like there's some artists now, um, in the music industry that try to do oh I'm cool or whatnot. There's actually one artist, one indie artist that comes to mind. Um Gosh, I can't think of his name, but um, he kind of looks like Vector from Despicable Me. I'll have to show you after the show, Jacob. It's it's great. Um, <laughs> but he's an artist. That's what they're that's what they call them now. Artists. Artists. Quotation marks. Um, and he just wears these awful jeans, Jacob. He like I respect the bigness of the of the leg of the jean at the end. But the jeans are huge. Like, we're talking, and for the viewers, for us the viewers, for the listeners who don't see Jacob and I, Jacob is a very thin man. That's okay. true. A beautiful thin man, but a thin okay, man. Cool, I thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You would not look good in just big jeans that are just the same size, no figure to the jeans, just leg, leg, pelvis. Probably not. That's become more of a style now. Also, I just want something that gets rid of this whole, oh, I have shorts, but you know what? I'm not going to wear them on, on my hips. I'm going to wear them on my knees. Oh. As a male, speaking from a male's perspective, 
I hate that. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing that. You're picturing like it. it. Oh, I you don't, don't have like to picture it. it. Just step outside for a minute, buddy. Yeah. Rather <laughs> not. That's that's outside is where the filth is. Where the no, filth no, is. No, thank you. No, thank you. Then the trash can is where the filth should be. Continue. <laughs> so I guess personally, in a word, I would bring back tricorn hats. Because they're cool hats. They are cool they're hats. Cool hats, and they're that's, legal. That is literally as far as I can get into it, because that's my only reason. They're just cool hats. See, okay. See, but the problem was, the question was, what sort of thing from the past? Would from, be... they're, they're from the past. That's like the yeah. 18th century. No, no, no. And I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying they're from the past. I, they're, that they're not from the past. I'm, I'm saying that, like, I have ideas for clothing that, like, for, or fashion or style in the future for, like, to become a thing, not something oh. from the past. Because, like, when, when I think of, like, in the past, I think of, like, I don't know. I saw this the other day. It was like um, it was women's fashion. I think it was in like the fifties. I'm gonna say the fifties, which means anywhere in the 1900s. So forgive me, <laughs> listeners. Uh, but in the fifties, um, I saw this thing, and it was it was a women's fashion thing, and they were these tops. But the tops weren't like smooth form, nice silhouette tops. They were like, especially for the female body type, you have okay shoulders, and then point. And then goes down to stomach and lays down correctly. Hmm. We're talking pointy chested. Oh, okay. which was that so you can look at. What it you're up. saying is you want to bring back cone bras. What I'm saying is I specifically <laughs> don't want to bring back <laughs> cone bras. Um, those existed. Uh, th their existence was not meant to be, and should have been a uh, a a, a, a uh, what do you call it? A simulation, but instead. I'm very sure. much. I'm sure there's many women out there who agree with you. I'm glad, I, but I'm also sure at the same time, Jacob, that there's plenty of women that are like, no, bring back, I, bring back the pointy bras. Bring back the pointy bras, and if people get too close, they got a little paper cut going on. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it, it, <laughs> I know it didn't really answer that question, but um, you know, you, you did. You bring back bell bottoms. Bell bottoms. Also, bowler hats. Bowler hats are pretty cool. Bowler hats I'm are not cool. gonna lie, they're, they're pretty. They're pretty cool. They're like they're like the. You could just take them off and like toss them like a frisbee. Yeah, I, see, they are two for one deal here, and I, I personally, uh, I personally enjoy that. All right, so now that we've reached the tail end of our episode, uh, we always at the end of our broadcast will tell you what the topic of next week will be. Keep in mind, we do. Broadcast every Tuesday uh, from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And we will always let you know at the end of the current broadcast what next broadcast will be. And so, Danny, what, what is our next broadcast? Well, Jacob, can I get a drum roll, please? Uh, you may. The topic for next week's The Phantom Hour broadcast will be Millennial Advertising. Oh, that'll be... Ooh. that Otherwise known as Jacob and Danny complain like a pair of old men for an hour. Exactly. However... Here, here's kind of kind of the uh, the syllabus, and then we will stop our broadcast and, and make room for uh, the next broadcast to come up. Um, Y'all have seen the timeless commercials of I've fallen and I can't get up, which I've fallen and I can't get up. Jacob, elderly frailness is not a joke. <laughs> but that was funny. <laughs> so you, we've all seen commercials like that. Now we start seeing commercials from, like, say, the brand Truth Orange, which isn't even a brand. It's a group that is anti-smoking anything. Um, 
we see them make the we're going to call those millennial advertisements or just millennial inspired advertisements so they involve the things called the i believe maymays jacob can we can we confirm are they maymays or memes are they memes jacob don't talk to me please <laughs> don't talk to me right now so basically discussing how the good old days had good commercials and now we have memes and just really too much wokeness in modern day advertising and also we do have plenty more of these questions left over so but this could be something we revisit we might well. we might do a hypotheticals 2.0 electric boogaloo i'd be, I'd be interested in that. But, the, nice. but next episode i'm really looking forward to because i got a few old man things to say oh yeah so if you are ready to learn about the truth of smoking or about the band the frito bandito uh tune in next tuesday 7 8 p.m on the phantom hour thank you for listening thank you for listening and have a great week take care